Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here's Trey Biddy. Well, Trey, what'd you think about the Super Bowl? Well, it was entertaining for sure. Uh, you know, I, I like seeing defense on both sides of the ball. Only the second time to go into overtime. The one thing that stunk about it, obviously, was Dre Greenlaw going down. And um, I guess the reports are it's an Achilles. That's that's a tough one to come back from. So that was really unfortunate to see. Um, aside from that, I, I thought it was a great Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, I mean, what more can you ask for? Yeah, I mean, it had all kinds of drama, and uh, certainly. You had the ebb and flow. I didn't realize until I looked at at the uh, official numbers, even though there was only a couple of fumbles that were actually turnovers. As an example, I didn't realize that uh, uh, Kansas City had fumbled the ball five different times, but they only turned it over that one fumble. Now, they did have a pass interception. But, yeah, there uh, was a fumble on that end-around play yeah, um, yeah. where Kelsey got upset after the play um, and wanted to be in the game. Yeah, And then uh, I know Mahomes uh, threw that interception. He had a couple of kind of careless passes, but that's kind of what he does. Uh, you know, some of, the, some of his stuff just looks like, you know, very ad-libbed. Um, 49ers had that fumble on the opening possession. So then they had I the realize, yeah I didn't realize they put it on the turf five times. Though. Chiefs had another Kansas fumble City. that they recovered. I remember. Yeah, there that. was a pitch in the backfield. Yeah, and yes, it was, was off target. In the that was a little bit yeah a little yep. behind the uh, Pacheco. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean overall great game. I mean especially there's a lot of Chiefs fans in this area. I mean I know a lot of Chiefs fans, so I know they were they were all very excited. Same time wanted to see Dre and um, Brandon Allen get a ring too, but um, you know. It was uh, it was a good game for the Chiefs fans, and I thought overall it was not over officiated. No, I didn't either. There were a lot of holes that went on. I know some complained about Boza getting held. Well, I mean that th- that happens on every play. I thought mm-hmm. they if the play influenced if the if the hold or the penalty influenced the actual outcome of the play, then I think you saw the flag. But otherwise, I thought they kind of quote let them play. Yeah. Halftime show started off a little slow for me, but it picked up. I thought it was pretty good. Um, and I like the uh, Michael Sarah commercial. I'm a big Arrested Development fan. <laughs> but I don't know if the commercials were just incredible this year. You know, some years they're just like, wow, that was one after another. But if you uh, like Tom Brady, he was he was in several commercials. Yeah, Dan Marino was, was too. Did Dan Marino get Yeah, Dan Marino was in several like commercials. In, <laughs> like three different commercials. Was not the cutest one though. They kind of had that Budweiser Clydesdale moment, and uh, the dog at the end licking the nose of the Clydesdale. I thought that was that was really cute. I actually, I heard people talking about that one, but I think I'd stepped outside to refresh my refreshments at that time. But um, well, that could easily yeah. happen. I was doing the same thing, Trey. <laughs> yeah, I caught about eighty-five percent of the game. I'd say. Neil Diamond, 85%. did you catch Neil Diamond on the uh, Volkswagen commercial? Really? Yep. America's Greatest that. Songwriter? No, I didn't, yep. I I didn't see that. that one. He didn't sing Sweet Carolina. I can't remember the song. 
Uh, then I, there, I, I, I think we ought to do that together right now. You lead us, Randy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'll put that under consideration. Uh, Doritos with the two old ladies, you know, that was kind of cute, chasing the guy down. Uh, that was kind of cute. Um, can't believe I wrote some of these down. M&M's was the first time we saw Dan Marino. Yeah. In fact, he was in the opening shot on that one. Uh, Dan Marino was in the uh, Michelob Ultra along with uh, Messi. Messi, yeah, I saw that one. That one was pretty good, the Michelob And then um, State Farm had the uh, Terminator on that. Yeah. Rick's favorite. Yep, Schwarzenegger. Uh, Kelsey trying to sing at the end there in the postgame, Viva, Viva Las Vegas. I should have just pumped in Elvis singing that. That would have been much better. Um, I guess that's kind of the rest of my notes there. But Yeah. Well, we got time for it because it's been kind of a quiet news cycle, I guess. I mean, obviously, Arkansas beat Georgia. That was Saturday. Feels like that was an eternity ago. Yeah. And um, so oh. we, we didn't have any muscle midweek press conference. I guess that's not happening. Oh, 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 oh. I have a question for all of my esteemed colleagues. Yeah. Okay. Every time, every time it even looked like there was even close to being a skirmish, these guys with oh, the black hats nowhere, and, yeah. and shirts would come out there, and a couple of them had what looked to be like bags over their shoulders. What were that? Were those filled with, like, what you'd hit on a, on a tackling dummy so that they could use that to cushion themselves between the players? What was that all about? I missed that. Oh, right. They were, know. I mean, anytime. Yeah. There was one time a, a player run out of the side, well, one of the sidelines. Next thing there was about three or four guys covering him up. I guess they were trying to keep, you know, the opposing team of either patting him on the back or kicking him in the rear. But either way, they had him covered up before he could even hardly get out of bounds. Huh. I guess I didn't Did notice that. I'll tell you something else I didn't notice. I didn't notice, uh, or I didn't know that the, uh, NFL playoff overtime rules were different, where both teams get a shot. Oh, yeah. Of that, no matter yeah. if you if you score a touchdown either. or not on opening yeah. possession. Same Didn't here. know that till yesterday. Turn me up I a little bit, Randy, would you? Everybody knows it now. Yeah, they do, including the 49er players. Yeah. <laughs> the coaches knew. I mean, that's kind of – Coaches again, knew, the yeah. The 49ers are getting blasted for that. Come on. They knew. Yeah. I agree. Um, I mean, I remember several years ago, Donovan McNabb, in an actual playoff game, thought that uh, the game couldn't end in a tie during, in, during not the playoff game, excuse me, but in a regular season game, thought that the game couldn't couldn't end in a tie, and it mm. did when the fifteen mm. second clock or fifteen minute clock ran out. Sorry, we're doing uh, audio check. Audio checks. Sorry about that. All right, Trey, we will uh, make something official about okay. Arkansas. And that was Danny. Uh, with an article that uh, the 2024 prospect camp schedule is out. And uh, unfortunately, when I printed it off, it blocked out the uh, <laughs> all the dates and the cost. The That's what you get for printing Well, I, I need to talk to hogsports.com <laughs> so they'll make sure that you know, they don't cut any lines off when I when I go to print. You need you need to put that on your print preview to make sure that I don't lose anything. We're in the binary code business. We're not in the we're not in the paper business. Hey, y'all mentioned <laughs> y'all mentioned muscle a second ago. I, I don't want to get burned. 
listener's programming note. My understanding, Musselman does not have a radio show this week or next. And so Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors will air at our regular time at 7 o'clock. Musselman's last show will be uh, either the 4th or 5th of March. Mm-hmm. Last year it ended in, fe- in, in February. Mm-hmm. Just, just wanted to throw that out there. Okay, we're getting some feedback from our Southern Structural Solutions bus text line. Those were backup officials. They had more backup officials than they had officials in on the field because there was a bunch of them. Uh, another another post from the 501 says those guys were the official ball keepers, part of the officiating crew. They were the backup crew just in case other guys got hurt. Hmm. Now, they were peacekeepers more than anything else. Um, this from... Uh, the 573 from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Last Friday on Drive Time Sports, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson reported that Khalif Battle had been yep. indefinitely suspended from the team. Yep. Could you ask him about this when he's on your show? Did you confirm Hoopscoop's report of Battle being suspended? I never well, saw it anywhere else. No. Because and, it wasn't. I mean, I don't want to refute what Kevin said, but, I mean, you guys asked me about that afterwards. and Yeah. I, Connor had dug into the situation and said that wasn't true. And obviously we saw Saturday that it wasn't true. And also all the rumors that L. Ellis had stormed off the court and said he'd quit the team, obviously not true. There's a lot of rumors going around that people are just making up. Some of it started from Missouri fans. Some of it started from Missouri. But there's just a lot of – some of them salacious and some of them just aren't true. They're just not true. You mean Musselman might be back next year? Well (laughs) – I don't know about that or not, but I, I will say, like, there, here's another one. The, the Musclemans and the Hunts are on the outs. Not true. I mean, there's like maybe there's one out of ten rumor that might be true some kind of way, but um, there's, just, there's just a lot of stuff going around that's, that's complete. And, and you know what? It's going gonna, it's gonna to sour him because we've seen it before, you know. And, you know, Houston Nutt was a good coach. He wasn't a great coach. He had his flaws. He had his issues and stuff. But I just I think back to that time when it just started up with the rumors and everything was an issue, everything was an ordeal. You know, he stopped being so funny to people. People started taking him, you know, he's an idiot, he's this or that, he's a clown. Um, and I, I just see it starting to creep up. And it just shows you that you can't be anywhere too long. And I just – the guy's the best coach Arkansas's had in a quarter century. And you start doing all this stuff, eventually he's going to get sick of it, Danielle's going to get sick of it, and they're going to be gone. And you're going to be like, oh, crap, what have we done? I'm just saying. Well, and thanks, there's a lot thanks, of crap flying and thanks around for putting, here. Thanks for and saying that, Ke- Trey. Now, here's Seriously. one thing Kevin will say. He did say Friday that the suspension could be lifted before the game. He did yeah. say that. So – whether he was ever suspended or not, we're not going to know. There wasn't a suspension. Because, yeah, okay. We didn't know, nobody sees practice. But if you're if you're 100% sure there wasn't, then there wasn't. Speaking of uh, Dre Greenlaw, yeah. this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Simple fact is from the 501. When Greenlaw went out in the third quarter, the Chiefs and Mahomes Second. ran wild. Greenlaw really hurt. 
Right. He went out yeah. in the second quarter with about nine and a half to go, and Kansas City scored the grand total of three points with him out in the first half. So in the second half, it was a, maybe been a factor, but in the first half, it was not. Well, they definitely were a different offense. He passed for over yeah. 220 yards. Mahomes yeah. did in the second half. No, he, he had 333 for the game. I don't know how long it was. It, the bomb was because I couldn't hear, but it was you know at least 50 yards, and then they fumbled on I think the very yeah. next play. Very they were next right play. down there in yeah. the low red 52, zone. 52, I believe. That's right. 52. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Montana never threw an interception in any of his four victories. Bradshaw no, went no, four and on the Super Bowl like Montana. Montana was the goat before Brady was the goat, yep. and now everybody's yeah. talking about Mahomes might be the goat one day. He's still got a long way to go. Brady started ten Super Bowls and won seven total. Is that right? Six and six seven. with the Patriots yeah, and seven. one with right. Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that's going to be tough. That'll be tough to, uh, to just the longevity of his, you know, of everything that Brady did throughout his. And he had a pretty, he had a decent gap between um, between Super Bowls, I believe, also. But yeah, uh, to start did. ten Super Bowls and win seven yeah. is pretty astonishing. Yeah, Mahomes is probably ahead of him because he's won three by the age of 28, and I think Brady won a yeah. couple of them pretty early, and then there was a pretty good gap. But isn't yeah. it interesting they're already saying this is the dynasty by Kansas City, and I'm thinking, who are you comparing are. that against? Yeah, oh, yeah. They're a dynasty. Dynasty, GOAT, all this other stuff. You know, that's that's obviously once the game is over. But You win three Super Bowls over – you win three championships over a five-year span yeah. that you're a dynasty. Golden that's, State Warriors that's right. are, were a dynasty. You know, they didn't like – I think Golden State ever won more than two, but they won, won enough over a short amount of time. Um, Kansas City is a dynasty. They're a dynasty right now. Uh, Rick, I'm sure you saw this. Trey, you may have even gotten this. I'm not sure, Raymond, if you got this. I – I got this email, uh, this at uh, right 2.57 this afternoon. It said, we need your help to shape the future of Bud Walton Arena. came from the Razorback Foundation. Yeah, I saw it. Said, we want just talk need- to me. I wish people would just run stuff by me more often when it comes to <laughs> stadium upgrades. Yeah. I mean... Well, I intend to offer my opinion. I hope I don't get excommunicated. Well, I can't donate money to the Razorback Foundation, so I can't be a part of it, but they do need to talk to me. They can put me on some kind of panel or something, and I can help them figure this stuff out. <laughs> I could have helped them figure out the north end zone expansion and told them that, hey, you know, people are going to have a problem with the sun blasting them in the face all summer in those expensive seats. You know, why don't you just upgrade the suites around? There's a lot of things. I'm kind of a stadium geek, so I've got a lot of great ideas. If anybody wants to reach out to me, I know they won't, though. So because you're a stadium geek, is that why they keep locking you in there? Yeah, I've been locked in. <laughs> I've been locked in there. they got to give you your own key, Trey. <laughs> One time was real bad because this was I didn't have a camera or, or anything with me. I, I don't know if I had a phone. This was... I, surely I had a phone, but I think it was before iPhones, but I, I had to literally scale. Luckily, the knees were a little bit better back in those days, but I got stuck between uh, a door closing behind me and a gate, and I was you know up high in the stadium, and I had to scale <laughs> to get to get out of there one time. But uh, yeah, Did I got you stuck. have, like, your computer and all the other stuff you take to the game with you? Uh, I, 
I feel like I would have had a backpack. It's been a long time ago because I don't feel like I, I think it was pre-iPhone back then. Wow. Um, when I got stuck in there. The other times I've been been doing during the walk and talk. I got stuck. I got I got locked in Ath- uh, in uh, Sanford Stadium in Athens a couple years ago too, and took from like thirty minutes for them to get somebody over there to get me out. Rick Marcus and I got stuck in Nayland Stadium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. after the what six overtime six game. Six overtime yeah. game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. We were having Sister a great time on the post game. game show. Then after we got through with the first security fifth quarter post game <laughs> show, we wanted to go home, and we were locked in. I don't even know what time it was. How'd you, it was pretty how'd you late. Get, it was you get 2 it? o'clock in the morning. How'd you get out? We circled that entire stadium. We happened to find one yeah, little one guy. gate with a crack. I thought there was a guy that let us He may out. have. There was he one, may have. There was one guy we found who was still there, a worker. Quite relieved. Anyway, we need to finish a thought. Just mm-hmm. simply finish a thought. Trey, did you want to finish your thought about the prospect mm-hmm. camp schedule? Yeah, sure. So June 5th is the team camp. That's like $300 a team. And then uh, you've got the youth camp on June 8th, Advanced Skills Academy June 9th, Specialist Camp June 9th. These all range from, you know, 100 to $150. Uh, the seven-on-seven camp is June 12th. That's 300 per team. The lineman camp is also June 12th. It's, it looks like $25 a person. Um, June 13th, 14th, 15th is the high school one-day camp. It's fifty dollars, and then June nineteenth is a seven-on-seven camp. That's three hundred. Um, so I guess the high school one-day camp used to be you would come and stay. They used to have like a it was a four-day camp, three days of camping, and you know like four nights or something. Um, they, that's how they used to do it back in the day, and then they started trimming it down to two days and and so on and so forth. Now they, I guess they just do. Um, three different days uh, i'm not sure how that works but i or yeah 13 14 15 so june is a busy month i mean we've got right now we're in the middle of a dead period in recruiting so no on or off campus contact and then uh coming up here at the start of march i believe march 5th i think um begins the quiet period and the quiet period runs uh, all the way up to like april April 15th, something like that, and then you have a contact period open up again so coaches can get out on the road. So April is, uh, you know, March and April are, are both very big. March, April, May, June, and July are all just incredibly big months as far as recruiting goes now. Those are that's, – that's when high school football recruiting really, really takes place. You don't so- even see as much – with official visitors and stuff coming in for football games and stuff like you used to, you know, a decade ago. So, All right, Trey, refresh us what quiet means. Quiet means that there is no off-campus meetings between coaches and prospective student-athletes. Student so the recruits can come up and visit, but, they can't, but coaches can't go visit them. So that's a quiet period. Hmm. A dead period means there's no on- or off-campus meetings between coaches and players, which is what we're in right now. That started, I think, February 3rd, and that runs through March 5th. So dead period, quiet period, contact period means coaches can go out and, you know, meet with recruits and and do all those types of things. Now, once they get to the contact period, are they limited on how many many staff can be out and all that other stuff, how many – I, I want to check up contact. on that. Last I checked, it was seven. I haven't checked up on it since um, they expanded to ten assistant coaches. But it used to be, um, it used to be you could have no more than seven coaches out on the road at the same time. I have no idea why. And then how many days? 
or how many? 100, it's 140 days. Okay. So if you have seven coaches out in one day, then that counts as seven days, all in that one okay. calendar day. Yeah. Then that would be 20 total days if you happen to have out seven every time out. Um, let's see this from uh, Satch by way of our live fan feedback. Uh, Satch says there were a lot of people who wanted Nolan fired too. Yes. Look where that yeah. got us. Yeah. Yes. Um, a lot of people wanted Nolan fired. A lot of people didn't like some of the comments that he made, and, and he was frustrated. I mean, they were, um, you know, not playing very well. And, you know, that's back when John White was running things and was basically like, well, it says here we can fire you, you know. Um, that's a whole other topic for another day, guys. I hear the music coming, but uh, that was an unfortunate time. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. Bye, guys. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.